We're here in the great city. This, this is still Coupe, right? This is Cupainabo. Cupainabo. <laughs> it's, it's, it's funny to say Spanish places in, in with an English accent, with an right. American accent. <laughs> if I said it with an English accent, it would be Cupainabo. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's because we're film, we're just recording this um, special episode of this podcast thir for the 13 podcast here in the great city or or the frontier of <laughs> the great city of Coupe and Guaynabo in Puerto Rico. The city is in one. Well, the, the yeah. boroughs, the boroughs of Coupe <laughs> <laughs> and Guaynabo. It's supposed to be a municipality. Hey, what is it? Is it a town? I don't know. Puerto Rico. And, and San Juan City and yeah. It's not a, these aren't cities, but yeah. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> we have a, a, a very special guest with us, J.D. Estrada. He's, he's very graciously accepted our proposal to come here and just share with us a graciously, little bit. Just, you guys graciously invited me, man. It's <laughs> awesome. No, man, really, th thank you so much for, for being with us. And now we, we just wanted to uh, ask you a few questions and just... Um, and have fun. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just great fun. Uh, we're in a Starbucks, by the way. <laughs> so if, if you hear mediocre coffee being ground, it, it's, it's Starbucks. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's why we we went with tea today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we went to Starbucks coffee to drink tea. All three of us. That's awesome. Uh, really? Yeah. I, I didn't know. <laughs> no, I, I had Earl Grey. You had chai. Yeah, I had chai. Oh, just, yeah, this is me, so, yeah, <laughs> awesome. <laughs> cool. So, um, so J.D. Estrada, um, you are Puerto Rican, right? Yes, I am <laughs> from Puerto Rican descent, even though I don't sound like it. <laughs> That's cool. So, um, I just wanted to start off asking you, so, um, you're a Puerto Rican um, who writes fiction, and, and not just fiction, but, but like the... But like sci-fi slash fantasy slash all this awesome stuff, um, and and it's curious because like I don't think we got a, a long tradition of <laughs> people no. Puerto Ricans writing this sort of stuff. Well, you'd be surprised. I actually, I I do know some other authors from Puerto Rico that uh, not necessarily sci-fi or fantasy, but they do write fiction and really good fiction and really weird fiction. Uh, <laughs> If, if you if you check around you'll you'll find a couple of people I, I can send you a link to a couple of people later but at least for me I, I just write what I love and I, I just like a good challenge and to write something different nice and and why why write why why not do something else well, well, well actually I, I I write but I also I play guitar and I've, I've posted a couple of videos on YouTube and oh, I have I didn't a, know that. about 30 likes and views. <laughs> nice. I'm, I'm, I didn't know I'm, that. I'm solid in the double digits. Uh, but yeah, uh, no, nah, I, I play guitar. I, I bodyboard, which is like surfing, but laying down and a lot more fun. And I've written some, in some way or another all my life. I actually, the other day I was at, at mom's house. We were just like rummaging through old stuff. And my letters were like two pages. You know, people people would oh write God. like a post-it, and I would write like you know, <laughs> like a papyrus scroll of a letter. <laughs> and and then I just started to find poems from high school, and I, I think my first 
real short story, not the, not the ones that they, they ask you to do in school and you, you kind of just do it to, to get it out of the way. <laughs> uh, I think the first real good story I wrote was in 11th grade and it just stuck with me. And What was it about? It's called I, Divin I Divinita and it's actually, I actually lost that story because it was in the time where, where you save stuff in diskettes. And, oh, and floppy oh, disk. Oh wow! And so, you know, a lot yeah. of people are not going to recognize what those terms are. Uh, <laughs> the good old when, days. When, when they when they click on a save on the save icon in a in a in document, a they don't know what that little square thing is. Forgive me for asking this at this point when we are recording, but how old are you? How old? Yeah, I'm 35. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, that's nice. I'm oh. 32. Okay. That's I use this get too, so don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> Floppy disk. Yeah. No, the, the thing is that I, I I wrote that in high school, and I actually had it in manuscript form for a couple of years, and then I actually transcribed it, and submitted it for a competition in college and in freshman year, and it, it, it won third place, and it probably didn't want, uh, win anything else because it, it had so many typos. <laughs> I, I, I transcribed it super late, and but still, it was good. It was about um, uh, this, you know, never-ending story. Yeah. Uh, but I actually forgot the name of the character. Uh, <laughs> but it was it was a boy uh, who actually went to a bookstore and he found a book. And he started. Uh, the The book wasn't uh, wasn't blank. That's really never-ending story-ish. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then the thing is that he began to dream that he was in an alternate reality. And one day he wakes up from one of those dreams and looks at the mirror, and he touches the mirror, and it's like Mercury. Right. And he basically right. he he steps through the looking glass. So you have that mm -hmm. combination. And when he goes through, he sees this massive tree that. The, the the trunk of the tree had to be like a mile in diameter. Wow! It yeah, was just very massive. it was like you remember Secret of Mana, right? Yeah, like, yeah. Like, like right. Just, wow! Like that or the Yggdrasil from from Nordic mythology. It was this right, huge tree. Right, right, right. And the thing is that uh, he finds a shadow person that actually tells him that he's been chosen to carry on a legacy of recording what happens in the world and the. Uh, the, the story, this is like, you know, this is what I can remember because I actually do plan on rewriting it. Um, Sounds interesting, man. Yeah, no, does, no I'm going to make it better and, and less, <laughs> less able to be, you know, sued because of copyright infringement. <laughs> um, and, and just make it more me. Obviously, you know, me at 16 and me at 35, I think we write a little differently. Yeah. <laughs> but still, um, that was like the first story I wrote. And I also wrote songs. Some were good, some weren't so good. Uh, you know, when I was in high school, it was like 95, 96, 97. So there, there, were, there were punk songs. Right, right, right. One right. was like Neolithic Man. <laughs> I have to see if I can find those, those lyrics. It was super random. It was just, it was just a way to have fun and also to cope because teenage years aren't the easiest years. And a lot of sensations. And I know, I see it every day. <laughs> yeah. No, the thing is that a lot of people would keep diaries. I could never keep, keep a diary because I was embarrassed of what I had to express. So I found metaphors to, you know, and I, and I see the poem and I know what I was saying, but most people would go like, oh, that's pretty. And it's like, wow, you have no idea how broken I was in that, in, in that poem. Exactly. Um, but I did that and then I, I, just, uh, I just kept writing. 
one day I got the brilliant idea while I was chatting, watching TV, listening to radio, doing like so many, multitasking to the point where nothing was being done right. And I saw a commercial for Underworld. Right, yeah. And I was like, wow. I, and I was listening to Bach. And I, was, <laughs> and, and I was at that perfect age where you're a little pompous. And I went like, I can write something better than that. <laughs> and, and that's how it began. Uh, at least only human. And then in 2005, I actually got invited to write anonymously in a blog that cannot be mentioned. <laughs> and I, I, we actually, I collaborated with, with two magnificent people uh, for nine years. We had that blog. And I think it was over 3,000 entries between, wow. between the three of us. Yeah, yeah. It was venting, a lot of venting. <laughs> and, but it's interesting because actually with my new blog and my author page, one day someone says, hey, are you the guy that wrote in this blog and that wrote under this name? And I, obviously I was shocked because I was supposed to be writing anonymously. Right. And then he was like, I just want, to, want you to know that uh, you and your friends helped me through some really rough times because I saw that someone was, was going through what I was going through. Nice. By wow. writing so much on that blog, it really, really uh, pushed me to uh, hone my my craft and and pursue it. Nice. So, so, so we can say that writing is 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 your passion. That's that's what you. I got many passions, but it's it's definitely the one that I think defines me the most because it's the one that I think I've. I've honestly helped more people with, you know, obviously, you know, right, I, right. I, I'm a big fan of being kind and just, just being a good human, <laughs> but through writing, I, I think the best compliment, you know, it's, it's nice when, when someone reads your stuff and says, Oh, that's awesome. Where it was a good story. I was really engaged. I was really touched. Uh, but I think the, the greatest compliment I ever got was for a blog post that someone wrote me privately and they were like, uh, thanks to what I read, uh, I feel like I, I can love myself this week. Wow. <laughs> That's and, powerful, yeah. And, uh, but just being able to connect with someone and, I don't know, just write something that resonates with them. That's. Oh, yeah. I, I read that you started uh, studying psychology. I, I started in psychology in the University of Puerto Rico. I studied for three years. I wasn't able to get a scholarship I switched colleges and when I switched colleges I actually got a letter saying oh you've been accepted for this scholarship program <laughs> oh and I was man. like I was like thank you but I have to I have to ask um, at only human do you have something like from that uh, a lot a lot yeah. uh, the thing is that the human cycle uh, per se is an exploration of humanity through fiction and what right. makes us human uh, right, right. from what we eat, drink, experience, emotions right. and whatnot to sexuality, uh, everything it's just, it's, it's, everything is done deliberately. And it, right. it didn't start off that way. Okay. But eventually as I worked on it, it got really personal and I started doing research of other things. And I have to say it's, it's well researched, but um, I have to say that uh, the, you present human uh, human nature, and, yeah. it, and that's awesome because it reflects what we are. I do explore the psychological aspect of it. Um, Only Human focuses more on, on the physical aspect. The second book, uh, which is coming out, and the title, I'm going to say it for the first time oh on my your gosh. podcast. Is, <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> is uh, Shadow of a Human. Nice. It, I read uh, Carl Jung. 
Uh, so there's a, there's a lot of Jungian uh, uh, psychology in it and the exploration of the shadow and the shadow aspect of us. And just, uh, it's Nathaniel's exploration of humanity through the different aspects. And you know, it's, it's body and then it's uh, mind and then it's soul. Right. So that, that's a bit of a hint of where I'm going for the third book. Right, right. But yeah, uh, psychology did leave a really, really deep mark. Uh, I do enjoy it. Uh, I didn't finish it. I, I, when I switched colleges, I studied psychology, marketing, and advertising. I didn't go the, the route of psychology. Well, it's kind of the same thing. <laughs> the thing is that it's different How to manipulate psychology. No, it's, it's different ways of applying, of applying the same knowledge. But um, I didn't pursue psychology full-time because... Uh, I found that I, I assimilate other uh, other people's problems. And, right, right, and right. That's an occupational hazard if you're in psychology. Right. Because you want to help, but it, if you can't let something go, it's it's right. gonna break you. Right, right, right. So so it's very interesting. Like now that we're we're talking about um, your book, Only Human, which you guys should definitely pick up. It's it's on Amazon. It's on uh, Kindle if you have Kindle. I have it on and Kindle. And it's it's on it, it's on Barnes and Noble as well. And for those of you who do Nook, right? Yeah, if, if you like to, if you like the Nookie, <laughs> uh, you can you can go to the Barnes and Noble route. Uh, I I might consider other other platforms, and I really think I'm, I think I'm gonna open an eBay store and just just right. send it to people because they I've been asked if I'm gonna if they could have it signed, and I'm like, well, if you buy it by Amazon, you'd have to ship it to me. Right. And yeah, it's so a total process. I, I'm, I'm gonna give it a shot, and 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 make it worthwhile for anyone who buys it directly from me. Yeah, so that that'd be us. awesome. You can see like religion obviously is is a is a theme in it, and and I I just wanted wanted um to to speak like like to to ask um, is that something deliberate or yeah. or is that yeah. um um I am Catholic. Uh, in upbringing and agnostic by choice. For for okay. a brief time, I was I was a, an atheist because I almost drowned and I didn't see a tunnel of light. <laughs> okay. And then I, I I saw, or at least I interpreted the ignorance of my ways. And agnosticism is basically just a constant state of doubt and accepting the possibilities. Right. I I'm very very grateful for my upbringing. I do love uh, a lot of. A lot of the imagery and a lot of the the messages I, I I received as a child, I think Jesus was an awesome guy. He was <laughs> yeah. the first feminist. He hung he hung out with lepers. <laughs> yep, yep. And pe people think that he was. They, they're like, oh yeah, he was a pacifist, and then he was a badass. The <laughs> thing is that I always I always enjoyed that, and I always enjoy um, exploring the converging points in different religions. Right. Right. Um, right. I know people who say, "Oh, this is the word of God, and this is the only thing," and I and I get that. But uh, as as I've read and I, I value the, the different uh, perspectives of other people and other religions, you know, the thing is that if you see the, the the Quran and you see things in Hinduism and Zoroastrianism, right? There's like characters, names, angels that that just intertwine. Wow. That's, but, that's really but, interesting. Yeah, but I, I, I do enjoy uh, exploring religion. I don't explore all religions because uh, it would be too complicated. <laughs> too, too, too many of <laughs> no, no, them. You, 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 you commented on research. Uh, 
each each of the books, the research, there's a word document that's at least 200 pages. And right. what I what I used to do was print out all that and then just just cross out what I don't need, what I don't need, right, what I don't right, need. Right. And and seeing seeing patterns where there are no no patterns. Right. Right. I would have like on one page something on architecture and another page something about tea. Right. And then I would cross out everything and then I would go like, okay, I'm going to connect this with this and that. Right. Yeah, that, right. That's another theme that, or subject that it comes up in, in, the, in the book, like, like dreams. There's actually like... I, I, am, I am fascinated by dreams. Um, and I actually, uh, I was talking about this with my wife the other day, that my oldest memories are two dreams. Uh, one was drowning and the other one was that my parents abandoned me, which is... Oh, wow. <laughs> neither are cool. <laughs> but the thing is that the oldest memories I have are dreams. Right. And I've always, I've always really enjoyed uh, thinking about my dreams and, and the random stuff that has happened. I, one, one time I was reading so many comics uh, that I, before I woke up, I saw To Be Continued. <laughs> <laughs> and I woke up and I was like, ah! That's pretty awesome. The thing is that the, the same, the, 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 next, the very next night, uh, it, you know. It continued? Yeah, it continued. Oh I, and I was able to finish the dream. And I was like, I wish I could have that every time. Every time. I, that was so awesome. Yeah. Uh, I used to think like that when, when, I was a, when I was a teenager. And yeah, with a couple of dreams from now, it never happened. <laughs> <laughs> so, um. An, another question uh, on the book: what, what do you think that um, your book, like Only Human, what is, what, what's so different about it? What, what, what is contributing to the genre? What, what do you think that it's? You should definitely read this book because of uh, yeah. my vampires don't sparkle. That's the first one. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, 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 but uh, we go, we go back to the dark <laughs> side of the uh, of the vampires. <laughs> the, the thing is that I, I put a lot of effort into the vampires uh, initially appearing vampire-like and then developing them in an un-vampire-like uh, way. Right. Just, just to show that, that vampires are a lot more complicated. And I, I think that a lot of, of the series presents stuff that seems ordinary or familiar and then turns it on its head. And I, I, I really enjoy doing that either by by switching uh, genders on something or or attributing things that you're you're not used to seeing right um i don't know i just i just i, I think it's a really really interesting mashup i read i read my own book and i gave my uh, myself four out of five stars <laughs> on goodreads uh, some people said i was a little harsh but but no i i think it's fair because you know objectively speaking i had enjoyed what i wrote uh And I, I, and I took a long while to get through the first 10 chapters, and then the other 34 chapters I breezed through. And I was like, wow. You know, and, yeah. and, and, and even, even rereading it, uh, I was like, wow, I forgot this. <laughs> right. uh, people ask me, wow, why, why did you read it? And I'm like, research for the second book to see what, <laughs> what plot holes uh, I, can, yeah. I, can, I can fill up or, or twist. And... But yeah, it, it, it does present something different, and it's a it's it's a book with vampires. It's not a vampire book. Right, right, right. Because a lot of people say, "Oh, it's a vampire book," and I'm like, eh, "Not really, right. not really." It's got vampires, and I, I try to make them interesting. And and for the most part, 
I, I've gotten rave reviews uh, over Daniel. I, <laughs> a, a lot of I, he's got a lot of fans. It's, it's yeah, he's well written. <laughs> no, no, he was fun. The thing is that I, I think that I I really enjoyed writing it because I wasn't trying to write something to be the next anything. Right, right. And I think right. I I think a lot of people have have forgotten you know that, and by by self publishing, there are no rules. Right. I made the rules, uh, right. and I made it as dense and complicated and random, and occasionally wordy as I think I could. Right. And it, it's very me. It's very me. It's, yeah, yeah. It's a very me book. Uh, people who know me have read the book, and they go like, "Man, it's like talking to you sometimes," <laughs> because there's there's like a lot of variety, a lot of randomness. And and an occasionally obscure word that they go like what what does that mean and I go like that's yeah, that's another way of saying blue. <laughs> you had to say cerulean. You couldn't say blue. You had to say cer. Yeah. Uh, th thank you so much for being here. We we love sharing uh, stories, storytellers. Uh, like we love stories, and it's what we do. Um, so so we we just wanted um, again. J.D. Estrada, pick, pick the book up. It's only human. Kindle, Barnes and Noble, and Amazon because and, it's rented too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And there's other books. If you're not into vampires, there's there's short stories for young adults that take place in Draem, which is Dream World. Uh, and there's a lot of poetry and there's a lot of stuff that mm. is very very soon forthcoming. So awesome. stay tuned. So, so where, where can people um, go grab all this awesome stuff? Easiest place is Amazon. Cool. Easiest place. You look for J.D. Estrada um, and, and you'll, you'll find them. Nice. And your second book launch? It's going to be in February. I already transcribed it and I've edited like 25% of it. Nice. And it's coming along well, and I'm gonna hit it hard this weekend. <laughs> and the cover's done. I'm gonna. I've, I already revealed a little, a little snippet, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna do another tease soon. Nice. And, but yeah, that's that's done. And I have to I have to get a haircut so I can get like an author picture. <laughs> like a very nice. I'm author. scruffy. Black look, and white. I one. look like a Monchichi. <laughs> Anyone who, who, who was in the '80s and saw cartoons, I look like right. a Monchichi. If not, right, it's right. like a little monkey. Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty awesome. So, um, so again, thank you so much. Um, it's it's been a pleasure. We got also Wilfredo. Hey. <laughs> also like, known. This is like at the end of the concert, yeah. Yeah. My name is JD. <laughs> this is exactly. Wilfredo. <laughs> yeah. So um, it's it's been a pleasure. This is the I think this is the the fifth episode. I think we're it, filming. It is yeah. Number five. Yeah. Number five. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's a special one with um, author JD Estrada. Um, any last words? Any, any last words before you die? <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of words before I die. But I will be releasing stuff in Spanish for the people who say that I don't do anything Spanish. <laughs> Not to prove you wrong, but to accept the challenge. And I always, I always close my, my post with a phrase of what I wish for everyone, which is peace, love, and maki rolls. Nice. <laughs> a lot of makis. <laughs> love the sushi. <laughs> well... Again, this has been uh, fifth episode for 13 podcast. You guys have a nice one. So, se despide Angel Vélez. Wilfredo González.
and J.D. Estrada. Thank you so much. With a Hispanic guy, J.D. Estrada. <laughs> exactly. Like a true Puerto Rican. <laughs> anyway, good night. <laughs>